Aleph of Sefer Yirmiya, we're about to learn the origin of son Gedalia. If you remember, Gedalia was the person who was ruling now. Uh, he was the, exactly what the correct word in English for, but he was the person who was given power to rule in Yehuda. He was a somewhat of a puppet, or at least placed there by uh, the Chaldeans who had destroyed Yerushalayim, Beis Amikdash, who had been exiled. But there was, there was people there, and there were people there. Now in this parak, um, he's going to be assassinated, that we know. Um, and this is going to be the cause of Son Gedalia. And now, it's interesting, there are many Sadiqim who were greater than Gedalia, uh, Rabbi Kiva, etc. They were killed, but we do not have a day commemorating or mourning their demise. They're being killed. Why is that? What's going on? You know, have a day for the Jewish martyrs. What's Gedalia? Yeah, he was killed by another Jew. It was very painful in the Hanami. You're right. But why is there a Son Gedalia? So there's a couple of ideas. The second one is the more popular or more famous one, um, but we'll do the first one first. According to some, this happened on Rosh Hashanah. We just can't fast on Rosh Hashanah, so we push it off another couple of days. Um, for people to kill another Jew on Rosh Hashanah of all days is a warning for us about what Rosh Hashanah should never become. In other words, if you can go through Rosh Hashanah and still kill another Jew, uh, that, that Rosh Hashanah has not done anything to you. And therefore, we fast straight after Rosh Hashanah to remind us of that. Uh, the more traditional explanation is, of course, that Gedalia's presence in Yerushalayim with some other Jews marked the final, um, not the final battle, but the final, the roots were still there. The plant wasn't there, it had been cut, we'd been in exile, but there was something, the little foothold we had in Yerushalayim. Once he was killed and everyone ran away, that was it. You know, everything was cut down. Nebuch, uh, and, and, and our, we lost our foothold. We had nowhere to rebuild from. This is the last thing, the last embers being snuffed out, and, and Golis was complete. Uh, that is what the Radak says, that's what the Rambam says, and the Shabura quoted as well. That is a traditional explanation of the sadness of Son Gedalia. Uh, let's see how he was killed. So Yishmael shared a meal with Gedalia, and together with 10 men, Yishmael murders Gedalia and all the witnesses, ensuring no one was aware of his assassination. Uh, meanwhile, 80 men arrive from Shechem. They offer up Karbonus to the Beis Amikdash, in the Beis Amikdash. Of course, only to discover that the Beis Amikdash is no longer there. On the way they mourned, we actually learned some halachas for about tearing and mourning over here, about from here. Um, Yishmael meets them at Mitzvah, and he kills them. He kills them as well. Unbelievable. Ten of the men bribe Yishmael to spare them. Um, Yishmael, meanwhile, leads the remaining people into exile in Ammon, and that he was a puppet, Yishmael, of the king of Ammon. Yochanan found out about Yishmael's actions and ran after him with an army. Yishmael fled with 80 people, but his captives returned to Yochanan, and, and they lived. They lived in, in Geras Kimhom, preparing to go round to Mitzrayim in this place. Yishmael feared, of course, that the Chaldeans' retaliation to Gedalia's murder um, would be absolute, would be total, um, because, of course, he had been Nebuchadnezzar's governor, um, Gedalia, and therefore, they were they, after this assassination, they all prepared to go down to Yerushalayim, uh, excuse me, to, to Mitzrayim. 